Hey, this is Cartoon Joe, and you are listening to the Movie Podcast Network. Are you into comics and cool stuff, or did you like to be? Well, if so, go on and check out our guys over at waywardraven.com. If you haven't been there, you should. Great stuff, novelties, gear, comics, and uh, just a bunch of cool guys. So check them out at waywardraven.com. Use our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard to get a certain amount of money off your purchase. Check them out today. If you're a gamer and or like coffee, be sure to get over to Player One Coffee, our guys in Salt Lake City. Be sure to get yourself some of the Overclocked Omen, as it is the God's gift to gamers. Go on over to PlayerOneCoffee.com and use our discount code, GeekCastLive. Hey everybody, GCR here to tell you about a new product that we are trying to sell and that we use ourselves. It's CBD oil. If you're anything like me, as a 35-year-old overweight man, you have a sore back, you have a sore shoulder, and you fight insomnia all the time. Well, I don't anymore. CBD oil is legal in all 50 states, and this HempWorks product is fantastic. We have THC-free if you're worried about a drug test, and we have salves and creams and oils, peppermint, cinnamon, no flavor. We have everything. Go to GCLCBD.com and get some for yourself because you deserve it. If you're anything like us here at GeekCast Live, I know that almost all you've ever wanted to do in life is play wizard chess. Well, now here's your chance. You can head on over to squareoffnow.com and pick yourself up a wizard chessboard, basically. Just use our discount code GCL to get 20% and free shipping off your order. That's squareoffnow.com, discount code GCL for wizard chess today. Go buy t-shirts. <laughs> play that. Just play it. GCL thread, GCL.threadless.com. T-shirts, hats, shower curtains. Be about uh, that life. You can I probably get it life. out of toy. I anal beads. Mm-hmm. I think they have anal beads. They have leggings. Yeah, stockings, bath curtains. They got like uh, uh, Kenny Loggins' skull on a T-shirt. <laughs> it looks like Kenny Loggins, doesn't it? Wait, what was it? GCL. Dot threadless.com. That's gcl.threadless.com. 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 It's a trap! One of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm your host, GCR, and it's weird not being interrupted. Yeah, it is. Rob Bass. <laughs> and Cartoon Joe. Shyamalan Ding Dong. So that was strange. I was, I was trying to make my, like, my cadence to where I could get a, like, <laughs> and here it comes. Someone's going mm-hmm. to say, like, and I'm wearing wooden shoes or something. <laughs> and no one said anything. <laughs> I thought about a classic, motherfucker! 
But then oh, I thought, I'm going to be yeah. silent and see what happens. I Turns out that, it was more jarring. And then <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't make eye contact with Rob because we live in different states. <laughs> but I thought... I, I thought briefly, what would it be like if we just stayed silent until he asked us about it? <laughs> a ginger hive getting, mind. Was, it's still strong. I was getting ready to be very, very butthurt. <laughs> when about? You were ready to, well, oh. I couldn't lock eyes with Rob, and I was like, fuckers. Like, what you, <laughs> oh, like, I see what you're saying. First of all, I know that Rob has work tomorrow. Well, I didn't so start my I... day until 3 o'clock today, so I figured, you know what? I might as well also suffer tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and go up to Chicago for the evening. That's what I was like. I'm sure Rob's not in Chicago, which means <laughs> Joe's home. <laughs> well, what is – so what – why wouldn't you guys invite me? <laughs> Mostly for this very <laughs> moment. Right yeah, mostly just, just for mostly for this right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're a couple of ass bags. That's <laughs> oh man. So how was your week? Anything exciting happened? Since Not that? a goddamn thing. Oh wait, no, I graduated. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. It only Thank took you. you like a decade. Yeah. Half That's of one, damn near. That's why I flunked out of college. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to wait. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, really. I learned this week that John Carter of Mars is possibly the worst fucking movie that's ever been made. Oh no! You watched yes. it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why I did. I I had heard people talk about the book before, and they were like. Yeah, this is a really interesting sci-fi story. Like, it's a weird space romp, and it takes some cowboy and shoots him onto Mars. I was like, all right, I'll fucking bite. Like, cowboys on Mars. Sounds cool. And it is, it is terrible. It is, like, the first, like, half hour or so, it, like, does a good job at kind of luring you in. Like, giving you the sense of, like... This could, like, it's got some bad writing, some, like, shitty dialogue going on right now, but yep. this could be a really fun space yep. romp. Yep. Like, there's a really good chance you're about to go home with bait, and then you know how it goes. Right. I'm trying to think of where it falls in the um, biggest flops at the box office. Um, probably. I know, I know it's in there. Well, let's see what movies what movies did shittier than John Carter in 2012, the year that it was released. Oh, in 2012? That's a yeah. good question. 2012 worst movies. Did that have ever. like uh uh what was his name? Nick Cage was in the Left Behind series. <laughs> I, I believe Was that 2012? <laughs> Somehow I... the movie 2012 from 2009 came up as the worst oh. movie of 2012. Uh-huh. Weird that I halfway hit it on the head though, right? Yeah, nope, yeah. That's... John John Carter right now comes in as number three for the uh, the biggest loss. For good reason. It was a so shitty it, movie. What well, beats him out? Its production budget was $263 million. Well, they it, had to send it to Mars. It lost... <laughs> it lost... Uh, it lost one hundred and twenty-two million. Damn! It it deserved every penny that it lost. 
like because a- that was atrocious writing. It was a awful forced romance. Like it was like they had all of the chemistry of a rock. Like that's it. Like <laughs> just a, a sedentary rock that you would find oh, in your yard. I thought you were talking about the country. No, it was just fucking fucking terrible. Like, <laughs> here's a was, no. Here's a weird one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two is Sinbad: Legend of the Seven Seas, which almost put DreamWorks completely out of business. Also, for good reason. The weird thing is, though, is that its production budget was sixty million dollars. That's it comparably lost, fairly low. It lost one hundred and twenty-five million. That's hilarious. How? How? Publication and advertising. Oh, is that the sequel to the but first doesn't that, movie? Doesn't wouldn't you, so production budget doesn't count. That's just a production budget is movie. literally just that's the production not the, budget. That's not the media the Correct. ad fund that you also push towards it. Right. Correct. Right. You, it's you, literally you, like you how much are you paying your actors? Money. How much are you paying for special effects okay. settings? Okay. Every, all of that. That stuff. makes sense. The number one, the biggest box office bum of all time, is the um was last year's King Arthur Legend of the Sword with Charlie Hunnam. Mm. Uh, $175 million production budget. It lost $150 million. Jeez. But, and this is, this is the, this was the one that I knew. Um, this is like the, like, I don't know how to put it. It's, this is like the, the answer that's not the answer, but it, mm-hmm. You know, because when when you start talking about things like, um, like the highest grossing film of all time or something, actually, it like it isn't Titanic. If right. You, if you account for inflation, it's like Gone with the Wind. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1995, there was a movie starring Gina Davis and Matthew Modine called Cutthroat Island. Mm. Um, and it, uh, it's if you if you. I think Guinness World Records actually has that as the largest box office loss. Jeez. Um, it was supposed to be like the movie to end all movies, and it just fucking flopped. It was a pirate film. Mm. So yeah, it's uh, that that is actually the one where if you adjust, mm-hmm. if you actually adjust for inflation, nothing's lost more money than Gina Davis's. Cutthroat Island. Good lord. That's well, hilarious. Except for Wikipedia says uh, Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines, might- probably, you know what? It's probably, I might have been looking at, that's probably the one, actually. You're probably right, mm-hmm. Joe. I was probably looking at Oldless because that well, movie that, did flop. Let me look at Gross, though. Was that, wait, that oh, actually, what, that came out already? Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, that. <laughs> Twenty eighteen been terrible. It says adjusted for inflation, which is wild because it came out last year. It's lost a hundred seventy five million. Yeah, fuck. Fucking crazy. That's a, that's it is crazy when you think about the money voted for spent having a complete lack of personality. <laughs> that's where hilarious. does it say that on Wikipedia? Uh, let's oh, see. Wow. Hang on. Let me see who actually give, said that. Give me the whole quote. <laughs> uh, James Crute, which th- surely this hmm. guy's a movie critic. And, um, and surely he says things like, I am Crute. 
all right. the time now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I fuck I, for it. I can only hope. I assume he also invented crutite, <laughs> which is like just vegetables with dip, but with uh, croutons, just croutons and dip. Well said. Yep. Oh, because he's crudite. I get it. Right. Right. Anyway, Rob, you... read the quote. Yeah. <laughs> I am. By I all am means, focus on my failure to get a laugh. I will. <laughs> uh, I don't. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Brian Truitt here. This is close enough. Uh, quoted the movie as uh, fleshed out. Wow. No. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. like well, okay so the problem is that wikipedia took me to an article instead of like like which is great but then it doesn't have any of this it's just like it's just somebody like john fuckoffs no it's james crute's article quoting other people saying things about this thing having a lack of depth but nothing about him doing it so gotcha. uh, Brian Truitt lamented the movie's lack of room for fleshed out personalities or narrative depth. He said that that made the whizbing what the fuck the whizbing wonder often feel. I think it means whizbang. The whizbang wonder often feel too empty. I wonder if that's. I wonder if the whizbing wonder is the name of the ship, the space whale. I don't. What do they ride in? I think it's what, what what is a mortal engine? Uh, mortal engine that's the it, it's a it's a based off of the young adult dystopian fucking right. trope of called it's mortal engines I believe and the concept is is that there's their whole like the city of London actually like moves gotcha it, it, like roams the land and it it like hunts smaller like Cities, towns. There's smaller cities and shit, and then of course there's like shit. Like I'm a, you know, I'm a level three, so I can talk down to level twos and level ones, but level fours mm. beat me up and steal my milk and shit like that. <laughs> and like, of course, there's. It's. I'm not even gonna get it. It's. I tried reading it, and I was like, mm, nope, this is not yeah. good. And then the trailer for the movie looks great. I've never seen the movie, though. I'm with you. The trailer looked good. I, I actually wanted to see the movie. And then people who liked the book were like, this movie is terrible. And I said, okay, then I won't see it. Do you know what movie I watched last night that I I think I fell asleep? Because it was awful. Um, the Adventures of Pluto Nash. No, Christopher I, Robin. <laughs> not Pluto Nash. Not Chris, and I can't remember, Rob, if you liked this movie or not. I know you were big so, hype for it. The sound of a motorcycle driving by. <laughs> yes, your autobiography. Um, <laughs> Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Oh yeah, God! It no, I. <laughs> that movie fucking made me furious. The comic is amazing. The comic is like, it, it is one of the things that like set off the sci-fi um, um, explosion in like the sixties and seventies. What brought about Star Trek and Star Wars and other things that have stars in them. Ender's Game, like great, amazing concept, long-running comic, phenomenal. They ruined it. It was a it's fucking not terrible good. movie. 
It was a fuck terrible movie. It is. It is not. It is not good. I think Ashley, like Ashley, was like sweet enough to like. She wanted to. Uh, she bought me tickets for it, like opening night, because I like I had seen the trailers for it. She knew that I liked Valerian. Uh, I remember you were so hype. I was very excited. Yeah, you were you were very excited for it. I was it. very excited. And then we like both got partway through the movie and looked at each other like this like can we fucking leave any time now please? Like this is this is awful. And then we decided to tough it out and lo and behold it never got better. Fucking terrible. Ugh. There's almost nothing worse than than thinking you should leave the movie and then not doing it. Yeah. And then being right about that. There's 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 only I can only think of one movie that I actually I actually left. Um and it was it was twenty fifteens. It was uh the movie Pan. Oh and, yes. And I was I was like beside myself um angry with my experience. It was awful. I mean the whole thing was awful. I hear that. That sucks. I'm so sorry. Well, I mean, don't be sorry. I mean, it's a... It was, just be better, Joe. Just be better, buddy. No, be better movie. Be better movie. <laughs> it was so fucking bad. It was so bad. And I love... Like, I love the concept of Peter Pan. Peter Pan's... Is that in the public domain? It's I believe so. Be, right? It's got to be at this point. Yeah. Peter Pan would be great to do, like... um Remember those comics that we bought a couple years ago at Indiana Comic Con by like Big Dog Comics, and mm-hmm. it was like uh, it was Shahrazad, like, um, Shahar Shahrazad, and then there was like a Wizard of Oz retelling where it was like mm-hmm. set in the Wild West, and it was like adult and gritty. Mm-hmm. Peter Pan would be a cool one to do that with. Agreed. Yeah, the play the play. I don't I don't know about the whatever, but the play Peter Pan is still in copyright in the U.S. until 2023. And in Spain until 2017, the copyright has expired everywhere else. So apart from the play in the U.S. and Spain, it is considered in the public domain. Well, so there fair you go. Use, fair use would apply in the U.S. for use of characters, etc., in derivative works. So you'd be fine. There you go. Perfect. That fucking movie, though, is awful. Pan is awful. Pan's the worst movie I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of bad movies. Like, I'm watching one right now. You're a Steven Seagal <laughs> fan. Yeah. I'm a Steven Seagal. Well, hey, listen, <laughs> listen, I, everything after Under Siege, yes, awful. <laughs> everything, be, everything Under Siege and early was awful. Was fucking classic, man. Oh I, my god, the, the some of the best. I mean, classic. Yet yeah, it, it is a film that's older than 20, 25 years. So. He was fucking a list Hollywood man. Yeah, what a weird fucking time to be alive. It was A-list Hollywood. Under Siege had Gary Busey and Tommy Lee Jones in it. Gary Busey, <laughs> the mark of a quality film. It used to Dude, be. Gary Busey was fucking A-list. What a bizarre world I mean, that was, lived that in. Was, I mean, he was Mr. Joshua in Lethal Weapon. I mean, he was... Gary Busey was like a go-to dude. He was in Point Break. Um... So, I mean, it was, I agree, it, it's bizarro to think that, you know, Russian citizen Steven Seagal <laughs> is, was once like A-list Hollywood. That's fucking insane. 
but he yes. was. It's it's yeah, it's it's so fucking weird. What a time to be alive. <laughs> right? Oh uh, shit, who can we get to this movie? We need a real bankable star. But Steven Seagal. All right, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys uh character roles for Gary Busey, and I want you to guess what movie that they are from. What do you mean? Uh, are you gonna I'm, give we'll us like, to I'm gonna that. give you the name of the character uh that he played in the movie. And I would like you guys to like just guess uh, a Gary Busey movie because you're not going to get any of them. But uh, <laughs> Basil Crabtree. Basil Crabtree. Yeah, I'm going to say is that. Um... I I couldn't even begin to guess. Celebrity Rehab with Doctor Drew. No, <laughs> close. <laughs> no. Very close. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to think because I know it wasn't Lethal Weapon, and I'm trying to think of what he could be if he was in. It's a movie. It's a uh, well, yes, yes, it is. Let's go with. Um... That's actually what I should do. Here we go. He was in a he was in a movie called Detour. Is it Detour? Uh, it was uh, 1972's Dirty Little Billy. Okay, so it wasn't Detour. Uh, it was not D- Detour. Um, That's hilarious. I'll give you I'll give you guys years to kind of help narrow things down, even though I oh, know it's not going to help do at that. all. Don't, yeah, don't worry oh, about don't it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Because here's, uh, here's what I've done. I found a list of movies he's in oh, without the character name. Perfect, perfect. That's That's actually excellent. Yeah. Um, all right. So the next uh, character that uh, we're going to be uh, guessing for, uh, Giblets or Giblets, <laughs> depending on how you want to pronounce it. Giblets. Uh, the Buddy Holly story. Ooh. Good guess. Ryan? Um, I'm going to say Barbarossa. Ooh. Both good guesses. Uh, Hex. Hex. I don't know. Uh, was it, uh, he was, was that like Jonah Hex? Uh, no, uh, this was a, uh, American horror film. Uh, let's see. It was, uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh, set in 1919, immediately after the first world war, a loosely knit band of motorcyclists back from fighting in Europe, make their way across the United States, seeking their riches in California. Oh god, this oh, gets better. Oh, this gets oh. better. They come upon the <laughs> fictional town of Bingo, Nebraska, and are challenged to a race by a local hot rodder. The outcome of the race is disputed, and the bikers flee into the surrounding countryside. They hide on a farm owned by two sisters, Acacia and Oriole, whose yeah. recently deceased father was a Native American shaman. <laughs> this, is this is just a mad lib you're reading, right? <laughs> This is fucking incredible. The bikers are soon discovered by the sisters, who, re- who reluctantly allow them to stay overnight. One of the bikers attempts to rape the younger sister, uh, after which the older sister dons her father's shaman regalia and casts a hex on the gang. The oh, bikers no. soon start arguably departing this world in not-so-natural ways. Well, fuck wow. yeah. I bet that's a great movie. It sounds really good. That movie sounds very uh, Nick Cage's Mandy. Yes. 
Uh, I also feel like it explains like like maybe it was a real hex, but it didn't kill him. It just made his teeth the way they are. <laughs> <laughs> All horse-like and farce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's got. He's the richest man in the world if money were teeth. <laughs> yes. Oh. Oh, let's see. I'm trying to find other. If money were teeth. If money were teeth. I really should have said it the other way around, but no, it's fine. No, it's much better this way. You find wish... us. You're not. You're not ending this game, are you? No. Well, uh, so I'm trying to find another good. Another good here. name for him. Another good name. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to guess Bikini Model Academy. Oh God! All right. Um... <laughs> All right. Uh, how about Zeb? Z e b Zeb. Zeb. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I I know I know it wasn't. Um. Is it? What was he? No, it's not rookie of the year. Zeb. I'm gonna say Zeb would be. Uh, Predator Two. Ooh. I'm I'm gonna go Big Wednesday. <laughs> uh, nope, both of those uh, are incorrect. Uh, this one is uh, he plays Zeb in the 1973. I've been really hammering these 1973 movies from <laughs> Gary Busey. Well, you uh, uh, you always, you've always said, "Give me Gary Busey 1973." Right it's for all. Right. Three movies that he was in. Or get the uh, fuck out of here. Or get the always fuck said out that. of here. Uh, right. it was, well, uh, it's a great year. You really only need like a light jacket, and it's never too warm. <laughs> uh, it was uh, Lily, uh, no, Lolly Madonna XXX. Oh, I almost guessed as, that. Also known as the Lily, the goddamn, the Lolly the, Madonna Wars. The Lolly Madonna Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I wonder if you could get, could you get the 1973 Gary Busey collection on DVD? You think? I, I all three movies. I hope so. I say, if not, you should look to get the rights for that because I bet it'd be a bestseller. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, some of the newer ones don't have uh, uh, any of the roles for him here. Um, Holy I'm really shit! Intrigued as to. If he literally was just a disembodied voice in Doctor Doolittle Three, because it just has him listed as I, voice here. I think he voiced one of the animals. Mm -hmm. That's much less interesting. Yeah. Dude, have you seen the the cast of fucking Hex? No. Uh, briefly, but I looked over it. Keith Carradine, Scott Glenn, um, Dan Haggerty. I mean, that's a fucking. Oh, that was from like last year. Oh, they had Hillary Thompson from The Flying Nun. I gotta watch me some Hex. It looks fucking good. I mean, aside from the fact that they got two white chicks playing Native Americans, but... <laughs> yeah, that sounds like the 70s. I wonder if you could find a... Wait, this was from the 70s? Is the 2018 one a remake? Yeah, it looks like it. There's a, there's a, there's there a, a there was a hex remake. There was. I don't know if it was a remake, but there's one in 2018 with a uh, 
There's an official trailer nope, on. Nope, nope. It's nope. That's a different. Gotcha. That's different. It's not a. It's just it's a. It's a completely different movie with the same name. Gotcha. That tracks. But I wonder if there's a trailer for uh, 1973's Hex. Mm, nope, that's a that's a movie called The Road of Death. Close. <laughs> do you Very close. do you remember uh, Ryan Flavia, the foreign exchange student, Puerto? Yeah. Do you remember her Bulgarian best friend? No. Oh, that's a shame. But, I think she still why, lives. But why would I? I don't know. Because uh, she still, I think she still lives like in an county. She used to. She was a so like she was so she was like native to here. No, she she uh, fell in love with some dude while she was in on her exchange, and she came back and married him. Do you know her name? I've forgotten it, but oh. I found a picture of her from 1973's Hex. <laughs> Bringing that full circle. <laughs> oh boy, that's funny. That's good stuff. Gary Busey <laughs> looks like the guy who, even though he was caught stealing, he adamantly denies it. Mm-hmm. He does. <laughs> He's like the personification of the fraud triangle. <laughs> There's a, there's a whole triangle? Yeah. Can we talk about how Go much on. I hate Anna Paquin's <laughs> character in X2? Or. Sure. Or Most in X-Men or X-Men Last Stand? Yeah, she was. She was a why did they make rogue. Why did best. they make rogue some sort of like white bread? Like. Powerless angst machine. angst machine who just wants love and stuff. I'm not sure. Like, I kind of get the angle that they took in the first movie with that being the case. But then she shows up in all of the other ones, and it's it's there's there's been no character development for her. None. None whatsoever. In any direction. Like, I, I wouldn't even mind if they just like make her a complete fucking shut-in and just decided, you know what? I'm never going outside again. This is my box. This is my comfort zone. Right. I'm staying here. Hashtag Grey Gardens. Nothing. But right. couldn't... <laughs> have you seen... So you've... Have you seen Grey Gardens then? I mean, you made the reference. I have seen Grey Gardens. I've also okay. seen the documentary now of it. Fuck, is that great. It's so good. These are sweatpants I, w- I wear on my head. They're so <laughs> versatile. <laughs> I'm not feeding the genius. raccoons. I'm not <laughs> feeding the raccoons. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, what is that? So what is I, that called? Like sandy pines or something? I think not you're great. exactly right. So fucking good, man. So I'm pretty sure I found uh, the person I was talking about, but her name is like a different name than whatever she went by when she was in the U.S. And now I, I feels like a made-up name. It's Gurgana Kuchaba. <laughs> I that, actually, is a, that is a made-up name. It's so weird. I took that for my uh, 
I, I wanted some good bacteria getting back in my gut. Right. And I did. I was out of yogurt. So I just had, was, I yeah. had some Ghana Kurchana and it, uh, it's like a yogurt substitute. Yeah. Like a Those real thick kombucha. <laughs> Ugh. Thick with two C's. Mm-hmm. Thick kombucha, which is <laughs> coincidentally also Joe's rap name. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's excellent. Oh, fuck. Did you see what they're doing with uh, X-Men? Uh, I didn't. I have heard some rumors. I'm pretty I tried to look and, and couldn't figure it out. All you they, have to do uh, is type it into Google. I tried. It didn't tell me anything. Did you spell X-Men correctly? Uh, no, I didn't put a space between the X and the men. <laughs> I know because it said, did you mean Hickman X space men? Did you mean X-Men? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is how I assume you'd pronounce that. No, they're bringing in uh they're 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 ending the X-Men as they sit right now. Bang, it's done. Noise. Uh, like every ongoing comic. Hot done. damn. It's done. We've ended it. Shit. And then uh I'll actually I'd like to read the quote, actually, if I can find it, because I think it's really cool. Talk amongst yourselves while I find a quote, real quick. So how was your day, Joseph? <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I planted, I planted some flowers. Nice. At the church, it was fun. Thanks how was for your being. Day? Oh, it was great. Uh, I uh, I too planted some flowers, but it was on uh, a game that I had purchased last week called Stardew Valley. It was on Whoa. Minecraft. And it's uh, it's not unlike Minecraft, uh, but it's uh, it's like a, a weird blend of Minecraft, uh, Harvest Moon, if you had ever played that, and Farm Simulator, which is basically also Harvest Moon. Say, what's the difference between Farm Simulator and Harvest Moon? Uh, there isn't really one. Yeah, but I, I wanted to give something to Ryan, who's probably never played Harvest Moon before. Um, no, I just I know Harvest Moon is a fantastic Neil Young album. Mm-hmm. So, it's also also some also, great ears. Also, a really good game. Okay, mm-hmm. so here's what I got. So Houston, they they have completely axed X Men. It's it's done. Everything up to the it's just consider anything from like here and in in the past. Just that in the past, they've brought in Jonathan Hickman, who is the one who wrote. Uh, the the Avengers line, the, the the Avengers comics up up to and through I believe Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. So he's like a legend, right? Gotcha. Yeah. And they've they've brought him in to do X Men. Now I'm pretty sure, like if you want to know what the MCU version of X Men is going to be, mm-hmm. I would almost bet that it's like we've talked before. Like I bet they're going to do House of M or right. I bet. They don't. I bet they pull from whatever this storyline is. Mm-hmm. But here's Jonathan Hickman's quote, and I love it. If you want to read X-Men books during the run from late July through September, House of X and Powers of X are the only new X books available, and everything that's going to follow is based on them. 
We want to be clear to the fans, to the stores, and just as importantly, to the creators who are going to be staffing these books in the future. We wanted the message to be very clear. This is a whole new era for the X-Men. This is what we're doing now. Damn. I think that's fucking phenomenal. That's, I think I thought so. I read that was like, okay, you the man. <clears throat> yeah. You the I mean, man, And this is the guy to like to bring on for this. He's got he's got a, a, a very, very solid lineup of um, of comics that he's done already. Um, many of them, uh, most of them actually for Marvel. Um, so he's long, been long established in Marvel. He knows the ins and outs of them. Um, he wrote the infinity series, which came out right around the same time as infinity wars, um, or infinity war, the, the movie rather. Um, and it was hailed as one of the best, like, uh, Thanos comics that's been published. Um, Secret Wars. He's like he spent probably the betterment of like five or six years working on a variety of Marvel projects, slowly seeding and building up for the massive event that would become Secret Wars. This guy can fucking write, so they they really really hit it out of the park, picking this guy to be the guy that heads the next generation of X Men. Excellent. It also sounds like now's the time to get into X-Men if you never have. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be, what's going to be interesting is, um, it's, you know, it's two books. So get those books, read those books. It's going to set the stage for what's going on, but what's, it's going to be interesting. Is he going to just, uh, retool or reintroduce or bring forward the same characters? Is it going to be a different lineup of X-Men? When he says like those things are in the past, is he saying like like Storm didn't exist, or is you know what I mean, or is he gonna just is Storm still a mutant canon? It's just new storylines. It's all I don't know. I think it's all in the air, right? I mean, it, it, no. it is all in the air as of right now, and I kind of hope the blending of the two. Like, um, I, I, yes, thank you. I, I really hope that the X-Men that we know and love are somewhere in the, the, the world. And they're, they're in the stories in the background somewhere. I would love for the stories to focus on brand new characters with new powers, new, new bad guys. I want to see, like, I would love to see them take X-Men in a, as different a direction as humanly possible. Yeah. And I think that would be a, um, that's going to, enamor guys like Nick who don't want to see like I don't the want to see the 100th iteration of Wolverine of the same 10 mutants right. right um but I'm with you it would also suck not to see like I mean I I like Colossus yeah um, right you know I, I would a, love to see Gambit more my more favorite of Gambit character, exactly. my favorite X-Men growing up was Gambit Fuck I yeah. loved the cut of his Damn, gym. it's a fucking boss. I, I loved, like, you know that, you know the cartoon that we all grew oh, up with? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. When he, Do I? When he, when he had that, that trench coat with that weird, like, it was like he wore, like, fucking a... head guard. Like, fuck. a, like, a, like an ear, like a ear guard neck brace. Mm-hmm. Thing. Yes. And, and he said, Mona so, me all the time. It was, like, missing the, the metal piece like to a, let you know what village he was from. Right, it was a it was a metal ski mask with no face. And so by the way, got, is that, like 
Is that our first Naruto reference in five years? Yes, I think it yeah, was. I do think it was. Happy I did that. Anyway, sorry, Rob. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah, somewhere like and like so so he's wearing like a brown trench coat, a fucking like fancy neck brace, and like Robin Museum and got like the knight's greaves to yes, wear his yes. boots. And yeah. he could not look any more like a fucking badass. Right. Yeah, and he and he had that staff and then yeah. he, had the, he threw the like playing. The telescoping cards. quarter yeah. staff. Like what a what a great fucking character. Like completely just uh, absolutely absurd. And he, and he, he was, was fucking in the best of way. And he right. was like smarmy but he was like still like like he was still down to fuck you know yeah yeah and and then he had and that's where i like like anna paquin's rogue that i'm watching on my tv right now is like that's not the rogue from that cartoon show no the, not at all with the big hair and the confidence and the the green and yellow like pantsuit and shit that's that's the rogue i fucking want yeah, absolutely. For sure. I just, it, it, it's honestly surprised me that up until now, we've only had one iteration of Gambit in any X-Men movie, and it's the X-Men movie of which we will not speak. Right, it's the shittiest of them. Right. And what was like, it? Wasn't it Taylor Kitsch? Is that who played Gambit? Probably. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't even know if that's a Some real way name. I didn't give a shit about playing a character that I love in a movie that's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, are you okay? Uh, no. I'm still hurt about it. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm genuinely excited for this. I think that this is a great power move by Marvel. I think that it's going to be refreshing for the comics. I think it's going to help set the stage for any potential uh, X-Men movies that they will be doing in the MCU. Um. I think this is just a great, great play by Marvel. I'm really excited uh, excited to see how this plays out. You know that. You know when you first went and saw Spider-Man Homecoming? Mm-hmm. And the, uh, like, Marvel theme music was playing? But that was, oh, yeah. in, that was in the background? Like, you could yeah. tell, like, oh, shit, they referenced the Spider-Man theme? Uh-huh. Can you imagine if that... I'm going to lose my shit. Oh fuck! If that came out, yeah, it's amazing. Oh god, no, yes, that would fucking do it for me. It really wouldn't. It it would really. It would really do it for me. So the other thing that's cool too, speaking of comics, you know they killed Fantastic a long time ago. Oh yeah, and then they just brought them back. Well, did you see what they what fucking Reed Richards looks like? In the comics, no. he looks he looks just like From John the Krasinski. Office. He looks just like John Krasinski. Yeah, which is what? Yeah, what happened? Why, why I... did it stop? What? Oh, I accidentally hit the mute button. I think probably, but but anyway, why? I... Why though? I just I forgot what it sounded like, so I thought I'd listen to oh. it, and I thought I'd give you guys a little. Uh, t- you seemed like you were missing it. You can play the whole thing if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, um, yeah, John Krasinski is uh, looks just like Reed Richards. Yeah, I hope that's exactly what happens. Me too. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. what I think is neat is that 
Feige has came out and said, you you will not be seeing the X Men or mutants until like twenty twenty three. They're they're gonna they will they'll eventually get it's gonna be later. We have plans for them. It'll be later. He hasn't said fucking anything about the Fantastic Four. Yeah, nice. I I wouldn't be surprised if we get those and. Uh, if we get at least some nod to the Fantastic Four in the beginning of Phase Five, that's what I'm wondering. Does does they does they does they does does they do they get into the MCU sooner than later because we um you know I don't know what I'm trying to say are they are they there sooner than later because they just haven't even spoken about it. Is that like the thing? Is that like, do we see them in Spider Man or in, you know? Or I, is there... I would love to get a nod to the Fantastic Four and Spider Man. I think just have them come through as part of the multiverse that they've talked about mm-hmm. in the trailer. Yeah, but I was fun. actually uh, Joe. I was actually talking to your brother about this. Uh, I think it was the end of the week last week. But um, I would honestly love if they if they decided to do a Fantastic Four standalone movie. Um, I don't want an origin story because we've been, no, we've no, run been there. That and I think we're uh, like as a whole, as, like, society as a whole yeah. is pretty well done with origin movies for superheroes for the most for part. Sure. For sure. Uh, I would love a movie where they were, they were well-established. Uh, Reed Richards and uh, Sue Storm had already had their kid, Franklin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the entirety of the movie is them uh, trying to figure out how to deal with um, Franklin constantly, very nearly ending the universe, just wiping out realities. So they're chasing around their child who's blinking, you know, dimension to dimension, world to world, just constantly following him around before they finally decide to create an extra dimensional daycare for him. And that's the movie. That sounds fun. I'm into that. I, it's yes, like honey, I blew up the kid, but on a like intergalactic <laughs> level. I think that would be a great play for it. I think it'd be a cool way too to uh establish why they like why have you been off world? You know what because, I mean? Right. Oh, that'd be cool. Because have you we, seen this kid? That's what I have to wonder like would it also be cool to be like uh, uh what were they working on during the 5 years? That they were on Earth, but they didn't have access to pim particles. Oh yeah. I'd also like. I was thinking. You know, I, I think Terry Crews would make a great Ben Grimm. Yeah. Oh, yes. Except that what you don't want to do is make your only person of color in the film. Oh be yeah. Hidden, be hidden underneath the also CGI true. that would be the thing. So that's a solid point. That's uh. I mean, th- that happened. Exactly. Which is why if you're going to do it, you have to, you do what they did where you make the human torch a person of color, or you just flip the script completely and you make them all, you make it, I mean, they're the, they're the first family of Marvel. Make them all black. That's fine with me too. Yeah. yeah would, you, you could make Terry Crews at that point, anything. Terry Crews is Dr. Doom. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm, be yeah. amazing. He would. He he would. <laughs> you want to talk about? Well, okay. I don't want to talk about subverting expectations because I don't want that segue. 
But if you want to talk about subverting expectations, <laughs> making like the nicest guy on the planet be Doctor Doom is amazing. <laughs> uh, consider consider my expectations subverted. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking subverting expectations. They can suck it. I know. You'll I know, notice. You'll notice, dear listeners, that we haven't talked about Game of Thrones this week, and, and we're we not. And, and we shan't. We will not be doing it. In fact, this is all you'll hear about it this week. Because we just... Listen, we know it's the darkest timeline. And we also know that we're nihilists. But... <laughs> fucking... Brett Michaels famously once said, Every rose has a thorn. And so, if you can't take that to heart... Mm-hmm. A thorn to your heart. Yeah. Which is right to your heart. <laughs> Directly to your heart. A large thorn. Take two and call us in the morning. <laughs> they say Disclaimer, you... don't stab yourself in the heart with thorns. <laughs> right, and Just don't call case. us because we won't answer. No. Ugh. Oh shit. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm actually excited. I'm excited about I like what Joe said. Uh, it's a great entry point to jump in for some more. Oh, for sure. And, um, the, I also found, and I can't believe I haven't shared it with you guys, I found the comprehensive, what, what do they call it? It's a comprehensive list of something. And Ooh. I know you guys love comprehensive lists. I do love comprehensive lists. It is the, uh, it's from comicbookherald.com, and I'll link this in the show notes. It is the complete Marvel reading order guide. Holy damn. Yes. So if you wanted to, like, uh, um, they have it all sparsed out. So let's say you wanted to read um, uh, Iron Man Extremis in its entire, the whole Extremis run. You click on that link and it says, like, okay, it's start with this book read all through these books. And it gets really good when you start doing things like um, uh, like Secret Invasion or Civil War. Oh, the War, big crossover where events. Where they had the crossover events where they had like one-offs, you know? Right, um, yeah. Because even dur like during the first Civil War, there was like a, a Wolverine storyline that didn't play directly into the fucking main storyline. Mm -hmm. But it, there is a like, this is when you want to read that. Yeah, if you ever get the fucking chance, eat both of you guys. Go through and read all of the Civil War stories. I have. They're it's amazing. They're they're, they're, amazing. they're incredible. It's I uh definitely one of my favorite Marvel like crossover events. I think it might have been I think it was a couple summers ago. I my wife and kids were out of town and I went to Barnes and Noble like mm -hmm. I used to do when I was a single dude. Mm -hmm. And I I got myself like a lemon cake and an espresso and I got like the civil war like omnibus. Fuck yes. And just I sat in Barnes and Noble for like two hours and read it. That's a that's, tremendous that's a great fucking day. Dude, I used to do that con when 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 my wife and I were just dating and I lived by myself. Mm -hmm. Um I was like just past the point where every night all I wanted to do was get fucked up. Yep. So, but I didn't want to just like go home and fucking sit at home by myself. I would sure. just, I, I was working at the store there in town. I would close up. I would drive to the Barnes and Noble. I would, 
uh, get like a panini and a coffee, and I'd find a book, and I'd, I'd I was in Barnes and Noble, I'd be, I was there like all night. Yeah, it's honestly a great night. There was a couple nights they they were like, "Hey, you gotta leave. We're closing." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." No, just leave the keys. I'll I'll lock up. I'll, I'll, I'll lock up. Let me go put, you know, the king and I back on the shelf. <laughs> I too am incredibly humble. Fucking clown. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'll I'll link that. Uh, I will link that in. I the, dig it. In the show notes, it's actually really cool. Um. You know, you want to read Avengers vs. X-Men and all the tie-ins? Yes. I do. I do want to do that. Well, it's got the, uh, it, it, it gives you the whole, the first thing you want to start with is Avengers X-Sanction number one. That'd be the first one. Nice. Joe? Yes. What are you geeking on, pal? I, uh, so I graduated this week, and, and because of that, uh, Danger was in. And so we were Yay! hanging out all weekend, and we, we played some board games, and we went to some board gaming cafes like the Dice Dojo, and literally there's a, a in Evanston, there's a place that's called Games and Cafe. Nice. <laughs> uh, we, we played wow. some games that I owned, and we played some games that were owned by these stores uh, in the hopes that you'd purchase games. And then we didn't purchase games. We left like <laughs> loiterers. I have, I have a theory. And it kind of goes along the lines of like your uh, your Chinese buffet rules. Mm-hmm. If there is like an Italian restaurant called like Tuscany or mm. like Tus like or like Tuscan Sun, mm-hmm. it's not you may as well go to Olive Garden or Pozzoli. Right. But if you go to a place called like Tony's, mm-hmm. that's some fucking good Italian food. Yeah, like Maggiano's, so, supposedly. I've never been, so, but... Uh, eh, Maggiano's is just fancy. It's, it's Olive Garden with less butter. That makes sense to me. That's worse. The oh. worse Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Olive Garden with more salt. But if you go to... <laughs> so if you were like, hey, I want to play some games and maybe, like, I don't know, go to a cafe or something. You could go to, like, Dice Dojo. Mm-hmm. Or you could go to... Games and cafe, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which I would say, if you put them side by side, I would say, guys, I'm going to games and cafe. Mm-hmm. They don't fuck around. They're not trying to woo you with some sort of take your shoes off at the door. It's- right. The building was <laughs> built by very good development company. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. What do we? It's like they inserted their working title and then forgot to take it out of the, sh- <laughs> of the notes. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> Like, we don't know what we're calling it yet. Probably like Dragons and Donuts. But um, just put... Fuck, is that just, not a great idea? <laughs> oh, Rob, you're not, on, you're not on social media. There's a, there's a Dragons and Donuts. Summer. There is well, a Dragons and Donuts, yes. Well, shit. <laughs> Sorry. The more you know. Anyway, I didn't mean to, didn't mean to cut you off, Joe. Yet. No, all good. Oh, okay. I will say I I love the the Evanston Games and Cafe, uh, but Dice Dojo had a better selection of demo games. Ooh. Well, it depends on what you're there for, I guess. Yeah, we were just uh, honestly we went to the Evanston one because we were killing time for my wife to get off of work, and she works in Evanston, so it was closer. Ah. So, but good place. Uh, we liked I liked the games that we played, but 
It was fine. We also, uh, we discovered, I'm, I'm actually really sad about it. Uh, all this time I've lived in Forest Park. We're like <laughs> 10 minutes away from a, a board game bar called Friendly's Tap. Yeah, been there. Yeah, I, I went there for the first time this weekend and we played Eschaton because we brought it with us. Oh, as you said, they had Eschaton there. That's no. awesome. They might now because we, uh, we told the owner about it like eight times. <laughs> <laughs> but cool place. Uh, also, just sidebar, speaking of things being named, other things. Uh, if you're ever in Chicago and you're looking to play board games, don't look for Anna's Gaming Cafe because that's uh, video slots and poker. Aha. That <laughs> kind of gaming. Yeah. Real letdown that was. But... Nevertheless, board games and shit. That's what I'm geeking on this week. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Rye, what about you? What are you geeking on this week? I knew you'd go to me. I don't know. I, I, really, I really don't know. I feel like I haven't... I feel like we were just talking to each other on a, on a Wednesday night recording session. Um, I'm really... I know we played some baseball... Um, but I, I mean, I don't think I wouldn't say I'm geeking on it this week. I don't, I don't know what has happened since we last talked. So I, I you know, uh, you could have been geeking on uh, the TV show Vikings. Mm, that's <laughs> yeah, that that is something that you could have been geeking on, or you Some could have taken my advice related. and taken your children, Detective Pikachu, and watched. Possibly the best movie of my If I will say, if I, um, for example, this is the third night this week. We've had th three organized youth sporting events this week. Woof. We have another one Thursday and yet another one Friday. So if I had a, like a spare change, like a, like to do it, I would, I would, I would happily go take my kids to see Detective Pikachu. I am not anti that movie. I just haven't had a chance yet. Me either. I can't hold you. But I do. Project I do Hannibal. want to go see. You guys really should. It's it's way better than it should be. Bring your extra Nick cigar. We'll smoke sad cigars and go see Detective Pikachu on Friday. Okay, I can do that. I mean, why not? Yeah, honestly, though. So I am, I am bringing some, I am bringing uh, a bottle of early times. So nice. that should I probably be, uh, also do that. that should be, uh, that's, that'll be a thing. For sure. So, so well, uh, I, I think there's also a case that's already been purchased. That'll <laughs> be there. Cause I heard about it 17 or 18 times during a certain week. Um, Rob, how about you? What are you geeking on? Also, for the record, my geek this week is I don't really, I honestly don't know. I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, well, definitely Detective Pikachu. Uh, nice. Sure. Um, no, it was, it was much, much more funny than I thought it was going to be. Like, not that I didn't think it was going to be funny, but it was, it was well acted. It played on your heartstrings just at the right moments. Uh, it, it, it was a it was a well done movie um, at, at the very least, and then being you know a fan of Pokemon, um, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. the first time that they open up on Rhyme City and you see all of these people in Pokemon just going about their day. It's the most like 
the fucking 10 year old inside of me could not have been more ecstatic. Um, it really, really good. But, uh, that, and then I had also at, uh, the, uh, suggestion of your brother, um, Houston, uh, had picked up Stardew Valley, uh, which is a harvest moon like game. The entire game, um, was put together by one, just one fellow who didn't know how to program or art or anything before he underwent this endeavor. Nice. Uh, creating this game. And it's incredible. He made all of the music, all of like, did all of the programming. Uh, the game is, uh, beautifully, beautifully done. Um, in like a very classic, like, uh, in, uh, like a super Nintendo, uh, like eight bit, sixteen bit oh, art yeah. style. Um, it's 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 very very well done. So I've been pouring a lot of time into that. Um, so yeah, Detective Ooh. Pikachu and Stardew Valley. It's available for Android for them. Mm-hmm. That's excites it's me. It's like on fucking everything at this point. It's crazy. Oh, one guy is. fucking like did the the whole game like top to bottom. Blows my mind. That's awesome. That's the best. Uh, the best games I've ever played are usually by those obsessive who just like. I'm gonna it's see what happens. Project. Yeah. yeah. Like ah, oh, fuck it, might as well. And then five and years later, they bought out to... by Zuckerberg or whatever, and right, they s- s- steal your dick and place it all over the internet or whatever. Facebook does, as Facebook is wont to do. Uh, well, if you like this episode, give us five stars. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. Tell us where you would put your internet dick. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's great. It's actually very good. If, uh, if, if you uh, want to get in touch with us, we are very active on social media. On Twitter, you can find us at our respective handles. You can also join our group on Facebook. Just search for GeekCast Live. and. Uh, you know, hang out with us for a while. For sure. And if you'd like to throw some money our way, uh, you can get money for ducks for free by going to patreon.com slash geekcast live. Or if you'd like a little something in return, head on over to our merchandise store at gcl.threadless.com and get yourself a heck and pump sweatshirt or perhaps one that says fuck tradition. That's a, that's a great coffee mug, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. Just the fuck tradition coffee mug. Mm-hmm. I ordered a uh, shower curtain. Oh, nice. Good <laughs> Excellent. That just says fuck tradition. Really yeah. <laughs> he washes feet to head. So. Right, yeah. That's appropriate. Yep. From- Absolutely. I wash feet to head. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I condition, then shampoo. Only once. I don't, re- I don't repeat. <laughs> no repeats. Call your grandparents. Avita Zayn. Bye. Check this.
motherfucker!